escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And top story, as always, is brought to you by Vodafone Further Together and Blessed Sugar. And tonight, as the New Patriotic Party uh, primaries draws nearer, a recent survey conducted by the Global Info Analytics is revealing Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Obamia as the front runner in the presidential race. However, Member of Parliament Kennedy A. Japan has shown significant gains in this uh, regard. The survey conducted with 4,311 new patriotic party delegates from all 275 constituencies between October 2nd and 11 uh, shows Dr. Mahmoud Obamia leading with 43.5% of the support. Now, in a surprising twist to the events, the outspoken MP has managed to rally substantial support, securing some 23.5% of delegates barking in the last few months. While Dr. Mahmoud Obamia remains the candidate to beat the rising popularity of Kennedy at Japan, uh, there are suggestions that the race may be more closely contested than initially anticipated. The survey uh, also reveals uh, that 18.3% of delegates remain undecided, indicating that the final outcome may hinge on a fierce campaign effort. So. Who's leading? Let's find out from Isaac Afiaji, who is a data analyst uh, with the Joint News team, monitoring closely this uh, latest report that we're getting from Global Info Analytics. Kofi, let's talk about the individuals going into the race, first of all. Right, Blazer, so the uh, delegates were asked a very simple question. Who will you vote for in the November 4th, you know, um, Congress or primaries? And Dr. Baumia is leading with 43.5%, followed by Kennedy Ohine Japan, 23.5%, Adai Nimo, number three, 0.4%, Dr. Ousu Efri Yakuto, 0.3%. Now, you said it right. Significant portion of these delegates who participated in the, this poll remain undecided. Some also decided not to disclose uh, who, uh, which camp they belong to. If you combine the non-disclosed to the undecided population, we are talking about more than 32% blizzard. Uh, in the event of a runoff, uh, who is likely looking at the figures to cross uh, the 50% uh, plus one as required? Well, per the poll, even in the runoff, Dr. Baumia fails to get that 50% plus one vote. He still gets 43%. In fact, in the runoff, he drops by 0.5 percentage point. Kennedy Ohine Japan maintains or also dropped by 0.3% to 25%. Dr. Baumia, 43%. We still have that 32.4% uh, of the, the delegates who actually participated in this poll still remaining undecided. Also, 
uh, in the round of uh, survey. Uh, and many are beginning to draw um, the possibilities uh, and scenarios. How many do we have so far and what are the likely impacts? So we are looking at the trend actually from June when this poll actually started to what we have October 11. And if you see Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya, his fortunes actually uh, dwindles by a significant portion. We, we are looking at from September 5th, he was around 48.8%. Uh, that was his popularity gauge. Uh, fast forward 10 days later, September 10th, he drops from that 48.8% to 44.9%. And the current survey, which is October 11th, 43.5%. Kennedy or Hine Japan, on the other hand, September 5th, he was at 21.2%, dropped slightly, in fact, significantly to 18.4%, and improved significantly from that 18.4% uh, on October, uh, September 10th to now 23.5%. So the gap keeps closing. Uh, Isaac, stay with me. Uh, joining us now is Musa Dankwa, uh, who is the Executive Director of uh, Global Info Analytics uh, in studio with me. Uh, and of course, we're just learning of the figures as they uh, come through right now through your report. Thank you, sir, for joining us uh, here on Top Story. Uh, let's talk about the uh, popularity of the distribution of the candidates at the regional level. Uh, what's your polling revealing um, to us now? Um, it's quite interesting if you look at the original breakdown of the polls. Dr. Mahmoud Bome is doing extremely well in the northern part of the country. It's averaging around 74%, Kennedy on 10%. Now, when you come to south, the south, Kennedy is leading in Ashanti region right now. 39% to 33%. He's leading by huge margin in the central region, 59%. To 22%, I think. And then in Eastern region, Baumia is doing very well, 49% to Kennedy's 15%. In OT, it's a dead heat in OT. And in voter region, Baumia is also leading in, 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 um, in voter region. In central, Western region, it's a tie in central region. So you could see that the race quite differ from the, 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 the swing regions, from the voter in OT block, and the northern sector. And I think the overall effect of what we are seeing is that uh, Kennedy's poor performance in the northern sector is what has kind of led him to being that low in the, in the race. But it is very important to note that the huge number of people who said they won't disclose to us, they are anti-establishment, 14%. They were like that when Alan was in the race, and when Alan withdrew, the number wobbled a bit, but it still remained high. And we believe that they will break heavily towards Kennedy. Uh, interesting revelations you're, you're putting up there. And, and that's why we're also paying attention to the uh, fortunes of the vice president. His popularity appears to be dropping significantly. Uh, what's influencing that? Uh, I mean, looking at uh, the fact that, you know, a significant population and now... Uh, the disgruntled members of the party and what's likely to be uh, the impact on uh, his popularity going into the polling itself because uh, in politics even a day is uh, you know <laughs> worth looking at and, and looking at how fast the figures could change could anything change for the vice president if you look at how he performed post the superdelegate he went up quite significantly that was the bump he got from the superdelegate polls and then when Alan withdrew, rather than seeing him going up in the poll, he rather uh, lost some grounds when Alan withdrew. And a lot of the people who, who were backing Alan 
had gone into the undecided and then I will not disclose. But if you look at the trend over the period, uh, he appears to be on downward slope. And you need, need to stop that uh, downward slope uh, before the elections. If by next week he is falling below 40%, then he could be in trouble. which means that uh, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia would have to do a lot more um, in securing that 50 plus one, uh, which he crucially needs uh, to be in a comfortable lead uh, to lead the, the new patriotic party going into the uh, 2020, 2024 presidential elections. Um, you know, undecided uh, uh, population appears to be higher in terms of the demographics that we're looking at at this moment. Is the reason for which uh, we're getting more reactions to this. I want to bring in Samir Ogo's uh, campaign spokesman for uh, Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya joining the conversation. Uh, Dr. Prince uh, Amuzo's campaign spokesperson uh, for the Free Koto camp. Uh, George Ado entries uh, campaign spokesman for uh, Adayimo. All three going into the contest um, uh, on the lines now. Uh, Samir Ogo, uh, thank you for joining us on Top Story. And I'm just wondering what your candidate might be thinking now. And you asked the strategies for uh, Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya uh, deploying in the very very final lap going into the um, presidential race of the NPP. First off, uh, are you surprised about the outcome? The fact that, um, you know, all your contenders appear to be inching up closer and closer to your candidate. Uh, what does it s- suggest to you? Evening to your cherished listeners. Uh, uh, I'm not too sure which group of people that uh, this global info analytics interview. But let me first of all uh, draw you back a bit. Global Info Analytics, ahead of the August 23rd elections, if you can have Musa back on the line, you can ask him what was his prediction for the vice president. Well, he's right, here. he's right here with us. No, no, Musa, so if Musa, I, I just want to ask, you know, you cannot just come see things and just leave. Can you tell us what their prediction was ahead of August 23rd, respectfully? They predicted the vice president was getting less than 50%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Musa, Musa, you want to come through? Just just, yes. just make well, that point for us. Him because yeah, I have everything properly analyzed. Any, any polls on the superdelegate? Uh, Sami, Sami, you might want to hold on just to listen briefly to that response. Please, we did not that. conduct any poll of superdelegate. We did not. We conducted a poll among Ghanaians and also the, uh, among MPP delegates before the superdelegate. And you can't compare the polling station executive polls to super delegate polls. So those are two different things. So, so it's, uh, it's Musa saying that they didn't come up with any polling ahead of August 26th. Is that what you're saying? Which was in the public domain, which was published by them. They predicted the vice president was not going to get anything below 50%. I see that want to correct you. Let me even go into the substantive matter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not believe for a second that the candidate's popularity is going down. And never any polls that predict the vice president will get less than 75% on the 4th of November, trust me, it's not an incredible poll. You can mark it on the line. And a week from now, we will have this interview. Because we've done our homework well. We have campaigned across the country. 
the candidate's message uh, of unity, the candidate's message of bringing the party people together, keeping an eye on the ball, and ensuring that the NPP retains power in 2024. It's still real and kicking. Demand supply to place from place is, is, is at an all-time high. If you tell me that as, after the Honorable Alanche Martin pulled out from the race and went independent, instead of the vice president's popularity surging, it's gone down. That even by simple analysis uh, um, 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 cannot even be weighed properly. Why do I say that? You've had key members of the Honorable Alanche Martin campaign team openly uh, defecting, uh, well, let me even use a better word, openly declaring their support for the vice president. And then again, also their preparedness and willingness to even get to the ground to even campaign. If this does not add any votes at all, even the people you have heard them speak and heard them campaign who were hitherto supporting the Honorable Alanchem, I think should be adding votes and not decreasing. Again, let me also um, um, set the record straight. But, 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 Sami, if you make if you make that point, uh, apologies for coming through at this point. But if you make that point, you would not be uh, entirely correct, um, given the fact that the, the research points that these groups of people uh, remain undecided. A significant mm. population, eighteen plus percentage points, uh, is what uh, the research is pointing that. to. We do not believe that. We clearly believe that. I and I can tell you, with the work we have done on the ground, with the research we have done with the polling we have done. And mind you, this is a man of figures, a man of data, and a man of analysis. We entered into this race clearly knowing our red, our yellow, and our green. As we speak today, I, I can tell you that we are working towards a 75, 80% win on November 4th. And Evan, I'll be surprised to see the vice president get anything below 75%. Uh, That's what that I can tell you. Uh, well, blessed here, by the way. Uh, and uh, just to point out the issue about your closest contender, uh, Mr. Kennedy Ohine Ejepong, he seems to be sweeping in uh, deep into the Ashanti regional votes. Um, and cumulatively, you're looking at a projection of 23.5% per this, um, you know, polls that we're doing before before the elections. Are you not worried that you're likely to have a leading figure of the NPP who does not have his base strongly entrenched in the Ashanti region. Uh, that's disastrous the, for, for many who know Dr. the Baumia. MPP so well. What was the figure chalked by Dr. Baumia on the 26th of August? It was in excess of 80%. So how deep can it get at the heart of Ashanti, at the heart of our party? A candidate who doesn't hail from the south, doesn't hail from the middle belt, and of northern extraction, wins all the 16 regions of our delegates at the super delegate level. And I can tell you that we are also poised and working so hard, but we have set a target for ourselves. I don't know the target that uh, Global Info Analytics, they have set for themselves. But for us, as a team and as a campaign machinery, we are working towards a 75 to 80% uh, oh, I see. With, with some margin of error. But I can tell you, any polling that for me puts Dr. Baumia below 75%, uh, I, I will not treat that poll seriously. You say, and you say once more, and, and Sami, you say once more that this is based on? I said based on our own polling, our own analysis. And we do not, we don't just do analysis. Dr. Baumia himself is a very different and an analytical person, a man with data and a man of data. So we won't just throw out things when we are not too sure about it. But I can tell you, 
We are working so hard. We are winning on November 4th. We are not going for a small margin victory. We are going, we are cruising to an overwhelming victory. And I, I, we have worked so hard and we believe the delegates of our party have listened to the man's message. The man, they watched the man's demeanor, his loyalty to the party, his sacrifices to the party. The man has supported his boss through thick and thin. And at no point in time did he throw his boss under the bus. His party right or wrong, he stood by the tradition. When it mattered most, he elected himself to represent all of us. For eight months, he was grilled by the NDC's ruthless legal machinery. And it still came out still. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. With its integrity, composure, and composure, and everything intact. So, I believe we know the message you have sold to our party delegate on the basis of loyalty, sacrifice, love, and vision. He comes to the table with his own vision, sets of ideas for the party. And I can tell you that we are working towards a 75-80% victory. I, I see. Um, uh, quite an ambitious task there. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, you'd have to hold yeah, on yeah, for us. People uh, who have dedicated themselves to work towards this ambitious task. You see, uh, you'd have sleeping. to... This is a team, no sleep. Uh, just just hold on for us uh, briefly because uh, there are so many uh, more individuals joining the conversation. That's Dr. Fine. Prince Muzo is a campaign spokesperson uh, for the Afriye Akuto uh, campaign. George Ardu Entry uh, also speaks for uh, a Dynamo. And just before I bring them in, uh, the, the breakdown of the analysis that we're doing in partnership with Global Info Analytics, uh, the, the regional um, uh, you know, breakdown of the figures is giving an inkling that uh, you know, Dr. Mahmoudou Baumia would have to, at some point, lean on the support base of either of these candidates to sail through um, to the next stage of uh, becoming the eventual uh, winner. Of uh, course, yeah. uh, Sami disputes that. But let's look at the regional breakdown before I bring in uh, Musa Dankwa and then we well, hear from Blessed, the others. We are looking at the regional breakdown yes. of the delegates who remain and who have decided not to disclose their position mm -hmm. and remain undecided. The Greater Accra region is leading with the undecided side 35 percent and about 27 percent fail to you know disclose where they stand ashanti region comes second with 21 percent undecided and seven percent uh, and if you look at kennedy japan's average is inching over you know 20 percent yeah, um, of the projections mm -hmm. going going to him absolutely mm. so if you look at the the eastern region comes third which uh, that's the region with you know the population not who decided not to disclose their yes. mm -hmm. um, you know votes more than those who decided who, who remain undecided so 13 percent against nine percent i see we also have the western region mm -hmm. eight percent eight percent on both sides Volta region nine percent and six percent so if you look at the the swing region, very very, very interesting, interesting dynamics uh, it, it, it's looking very tough for the vice president to have an outright win uh, but Tamir Oku is telling us uh, tonight that uh, they have worked and Musa that's why I, I want to hear from you they've worked extremely hard to secure over 70 percent of the votes I've been trying to do uh, you know spread across the undecided votes mm. plus the undisclosed votes across for each each um, candidate, if you do a, a seven yeah, plus eight yeah. percent on the average for each of them, the vice president would still need some support uh, from all of the candidates, correct? Well, yeah, I think I think so. But if, if you are looking around nine percent, mm. then it means you cross that fifty percent plus one. And, and yeah. Musa, that's where many say you can't have all of the undisclosed, and uh, you know, 
the undecided, undecided yeah. class of people all saying none of them would support the vice president. No, at least we'll sell yeah. through with some 8% for the vice president then to become winner. Yes, if you look at what we've done, um, we've looked at the, those who are saying they won't disclose to us mm -hmm. and did some modeling to see how likely they would vote, knowing what we know about them. And for those who said undecided, how they're likely going to vote. Yes. Now we have two scenarios. In the most optimistic scenario that we have, Vice President could win with 65% as the most optimistic model that we have. And not the 70% pro projection yet. <laughs> no, right. no. And then in the most realistic scenario, assuming that those 14% um, who said they won't tell us, they are anti-establishment, then he, he could win with about 58% of the vote. And this is what I'm also looking at, just before I hear from the other spokespersons, uh, because we don't seem to be talking about them. Uh, they seem to be the underdogs, but their percentage is quite influential. If we have, uh, worst case scenario, a Dynamo and Dr. Uh, Kutuefri joining forces with Kennedy Ohine Japan uh, on the day of the elections, what's that likely to be? It's unlikely to have major impact, because at the moment, their numbers are below 1% mm -hmm. from the poll. I see. Now, unless a third candidate does well, that's when they will pull down the two leading uh, front runners mm -hmm. to below 50%. Yeah. Once they're not doing that, the race will be a one-touch for anyone who is going to win. Okay, uh, l let me hear from uh, Prince, uh, Dr. Prince Amuzo. He speaks for uh, Dr. Kutufri. Uh, grateful for your time here on uh, Top Story. And Sami, I'll come back to you. Uh, but D Dr. Amuzo, the, the point about your candidate and how insignificant increasingly they are, become, they are becoming going into uh, the very final lap of the NPP presidential race. Um, you feel that you can still make some strides, change something? Do, I mean, pull out some magic wand before the elections? We are grateful for the opportunity to be part of this conversation. Uh, great for your viewers as well. Um, we, we hold a view that this holds and holds their side and will not do anything with them. We are in their except to say that many of the states will be to the first fight. But here we are in the first fight. You know, they are not considering the nature of people and the, the democratic people are going to vote in this election. But 200,000 people voted. And you have a poll of less than 1,000. And you are saying all the things you are saying, which is okay. We are not worried at all. We will encourage them to so that they do better as somebody. The doctor who took to campaign based on agriculture. And clearly, and it's a statistic. Many of the people in the rural area, polling stations, are directly connected to agriculture. That is why he is telling very uh, I, I also want to draw your attention that when we talk about the people who say they are not willing to disclose, it's because of the fear of the many calls that are coming through to them. People tell them that they don't go to particular places they will lose their position in the party, all that type of thing. So people are saying, like you say in that kind of language, Yakusha Kusha will It means to say that we are not going to say it. On the day they will show you who we vote for. So we are very confident that many people will despise us, they think we will not make it, but we will put a big surprise for Ghana. And the MPP party will stand tall because indeed the campaign message of the Tosu Free Akutu is what 
it resonating with the people uh, at all. Oh, okay. Uh, and I see that you're drawing in his experience, uh, having served as uh, the uh, Greek minister. Uh, some say that will be put to a test again uh, in this primaries. But I also want to uh, hear from George uh, Adwin. She speaks for the Adainimo campaign. Uh, George, uh, you're being classified as insignificant going into the race. Hello, blessing. Hi, George. Yes, great. My name is George of being Anchi. George of being Anchi, not Ado Anchi. Just for uh, uh, apo- uh, apologies, apologies for that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but that's it's that's a good right. time to be talking to you. Uh, your candidate, uh, I believe, is a bit about the elections. Uh, what's your own project projection? Right. In the first place, let me, let me say this. You know, be, before we had the special college election, all the polls that came didn't give Anubai Dynamo any chance. None of them, including the one who just did this one. None of them gave him any chance. But what do we have today? Today he is part of the first four. All right? So we cannot go by the poll that this man has made. We do not know who he interviewed. We're not too sure exactly what the questions are. I've not seen it, to be honest. I'm driving. I've not seen it. But let, let me tell let, you Let this. me ask you. Let me, let me be very frank with you. A direct question. Yes. Given, given the, the set of candidates you have going into the elections... Would you place your bet on your own candidate? Are you, are you sure? I mean, you've, you're an experienced guy in the political space. Listen, we are very certain that Honorable Adainimo will be victorious and will be the presidential candidate for the new patriotic party for the next general election. That we are certain. I, I tell you what, everyone is tired. Everyone is tired about what is happening now. People want to see new face. A new face that, that has a strong charisma. A new face with integrity, a new face with nobility and dignity. That is what people want to see lead the country. And the party people are very much aware. They do not want to see the party slip into opposition. And they are very much aware that as it is today, the only person in this party who can lead the party into victory in the general election is Honorable Engineer Adainimo. And so if everybody wants to see the party win, why would they not vote for him? We are very confident that the party people will make a good choice in Honorable Adainu. Uh, I see. And, and we, we uh, here at the election headquarters will bring you a 360-degree coverage of that uh, uh, primary. So it's the reason for which uh, the likes of Musa are partnering as, uh, on this journey as we do a prelude to the exercise. And quite an instructive point uh, Dr. Prince of Musa is raising there. Musa, let's deal with that before I wrap up with all of them. Uh, the point about extending... Go to the other two. We believe that most will go to Kennedy. Mm. But in terms of who we actually interviewed, we interviewed polling station executives across all the 275 constituencies randomly. We don't profile anyone. So I think um, it's properly done, scientific. And I think um, the elections next week... Yeah, really quickly. The, the point about external factors, incumbency? <laughs> incumbency, yes. But look... The, the numbers Baume is, is, is racking up in the north will compensate him for the tightness of the race in the south, and that will put him over the top. Uh, and that's uh, Musa Dankwa uh, joining us uh, from Global Info Analytics, uh, the uh, executive director, with the latest figures. Uh, Sami, we need to go uh, very quickly. Uh, the point and about undue so influence and looking record. forward into the race. Uh, ahead, of, ahead of the August 25th, Musa predicted a 36% win for Dr. Baume. 33% for Kennedy and Japan. Samuel, could I say lie? And 24% for Samuel, could I say lie? Um, Kennedy and Japan. 
again ahead of November 4th, the same um, global info analytics pre- predicted a 39% win for Kenya Japan and 38% for Dr. Baumia in swing regions. So look, I mean, the whole research has been muddled in confusion, but I can tell you that the best poll is going to come out next week Saturday. And any polling below 75% for Dr. Baumia is not coming. Thank you. Okay, uh, you, you seem to be confident, confident about that. We're grateful. Uh, Samuel Oku, campaign pleasure. spokesperson for uh, Dr. Mahmoud Obama. Uh, Prince, Prince Amuzu, Doc, you, you wish to make some concluding remarks on this? Yes, I need to make the point, and it definitely many people cannot avail their minds to that. You see, if you have a system where the entire executive structures of the party, from regional to constituency, DCs, have been matched up to campaign for a candidate, what do you expect? There's a lot of fear in the system. People are not willing to tell you who they will vote for. I believe that 4th November will prove us right. Dr. Usafiri Akoto is the most popular among the ordinary people in the rural right. area. And that one will leave it to the polls. Uh, indeed. The day of the election itself, yeah. not the process. But I want control to encourage pollsters and the people who do the polls to continue. We need all them. Right. And it will give us good ideas and interpretation, analysis and all that. All of that is part of politics. Okay, Dr. Dr. We Prince... Appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yeah, Dr. Prince Amuzu is campaign spokesperson for Dr. Uh, Freya Koto, and also grateful to George uh, with the Diane Nemo campaign uh, for joining us. And that's it for Top Story. Next is News Now. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.